Welcome to the Long Funk Podcast. I'm Tom Barbelay. It's been a crazy few weeks, so I'm going to try and find a way of summarizing the few weeks. The thing that I keep dwelling on in my mind relates back to getting back in contact with Douglas Rushkoff, who is someone who I haven't contacted since about 2000, 2015, I don't know, 2011, that makes more sense. Anyway, I recorded a podcast with him, I think, in 2011, and I'm not sure if we'd had dinner before that or after that, I don't know. I don't have a very good memory of when, you know, I spoke with Douglas Rushkoff last, but I did get back in contact with him because I was looking at the video that I put online uh, for some folk associated with the Timothy Leary archive and obviously walking through it with Bruce Damer. I'd used that video to really remind myself of how I was once friends with Bruce Damer a long time ago. Anyway, so I thought, well, this is probably something I should show Doug Rushkoff and also included my two chapters in the John Draper book, Beyond the Little Blue Box is what it's called which my friend uh, Craig Wilson uh, and I, well, I basically edited it, the technical parts of it. He wrote a majority of it, but there are two large sections. Well, not large sections. There are two multi-page sections of my writing in Secrets of the Little Blue Box. Now, Secrets of the Little Blue Box is a bit of an enigma because my recollection, at least, last time I looked for it on ABE Books was that it sold for a small fortune. If you buy it on eBay, which seems to be the current way to get it, you don't pay a small fortune, but there's actually a finite number of books they didn't go with one of the print-on-demand services. They went with the fine art printing service and then charged accordingly. So anyway, I now have about 15 copies now. I don't. I probably have about nine copies now um, because I was talking with a co-worker about just the craziness of my life and actually really more associated with my time 99 through to 2001, which we'll just leave on the table as that. Anyway, so... I got in contact with Douglas Rushkov, and Douglas Rushkov actually apologised for introducing me to John Draper, which he hadn't actually introduced me to John Draper. He'd just written about him positively in his book Siberia, which I corrected him about. And that just opened a kind of floodgates of emotions because when he apologised to me about the crunch situation, and I've done a, I've done a, what was it, what's it called, trigger warning podcast recently about John Draper crunch. So that just brought about a huge kind of welling of emotions and sadness associated with my my experiences, my early experiences. We're talking 1995 when the John Draper Crunch thing occurred, but really a series of my experiences that I don't need to rate in this particular podcast. So anyway, that kind of created a, a downfall in me. I've also been very, well, relatively heavily medicated since I hit my head, which was the four weeks podcast in the feed. It's quite ironic that these podcasts actually represent more of my reality than most of the things that I talk about in my general day to day. Anyway, so this created a kind of avalanche of emotions and just general sadness, which I had very limited control over. And I've been, that was somewhere early May, May 11th, I think it was when, you know, it really hit me. And the whole thing was just horrible because it was just a, a swelling or welling of emotions more importantly that I just had no control over, just really great sadness about large aspects of my life, which normally I don't even think about. So that's been the past four weeks, has been just dealing with that. And now, thankfully, I'm going back to work and some returning to some degree of normalcy, but just a lot of really bleak sadness and depression. And just having Jack Rushkov actually apologise for the John Draper Crunch thing. Like, no one's ever apologised about an aspect of my life quite like that. Certainly my parents have never apologised about very similar incidents and just his, I don't know whether he took responsibility for it because he realised very quickly afterwards that obviously it caused me some degree of extreme distress, which you probably should anticipate if someone allows themselves to get in some 
bizarro energy blockage removal thing when they're 18, it probably indicates that prior to then, you know, things hadn't been too terrific for them. There was a lot of decompressing associated with that time, probably which none of which I needed to actually do as an adult in my late 40s. But anyway, so, you know, lots of sadness and lots of emotion that came back through that. And I'm just recovering through it. So I'm going to record My Rules Are Better, and then I'm going to call this a podcast. Tom Barbalay in Las Vegas, Nevada, signing out.